From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Maddie Doan. Hello, hello, hello. Does Happy anyone, Monday. Does anyone else call you Maddie? Um, it was kind of a college name I had, and we kind of are connected <laughs> yes, through that's right. college. So yeah, I know it's funny. I always like think of some weird question that I ask you right when we start I like know. that. <laughs> Throws me off my game. <laughs> We're actually fighting right now for Marie and I. My wife are fighting for one of our kids. His name's Samuel. Okay. And everyone at his school is calling him Sammy or Sam, and uh, we're like it's Samuel. So we're trying uh, to like hold on to the the original intent of his name. Yeah, you want we're just seeing it go. You wanted the prophet, not the singer <laughs> right, or whatever. Right, like, not Sammy Agar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right. Well, um on that note, what's going on in your life these days? Anything yeah, interesting? Yeah, doing well. Over the weekend we took uh speaking of kids, one of our other kids up to college tour. Oh, so looking at some colleges. Huge. Kind of feels a little late in the game. She's a senior in high school. We're just kind of now getting serious about it. But no, it's when you do the visits. It's exciting, overwhelming, that kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What about you? Uh, Yeah. Doing good. Um, I was at a lot of a lot of meetings this last week, which were good. But I was uh, as I serve with Greater Europe Mission. <gasps> yeah. So on the board of this missions agency, I was I'm now on like two boards with them. So I was in two eight hour days of Ooh. board meetings. Where? In Dallas, Frisco, though, this was what was interesting, though. So, I mean, actually, the work was actually pretty meaningful and stuff like the stuff we were talking about was actually really good. But I was in Frisco, which Uh is the area and we were staying in the area where the Dallas Cowboys practice facility is the star. They call it. I've been there. You've been there, too. It's incredible. It is. It's really cool. So there's this like. Kind of a WeWork kind of co-work space called Formation at the Star, hmm. and it overlooks the little mini football field outside and the entrance and stuff. Yeah, and so that's like where we're like where all the meetings were that I was in. Yeah, in my mind, you picture Irvine Spectrum. Yeah, but it's yeah. all Dallas Cowboys stuff, yeah, like exactly Dallas Cowboys right. stores, Dallas that's Cowboy perfect. restaurants. Is that the right way yes, to describe that's it? Exactly right. That's super interesting. Everybody walking around there has Dallas Cowboys gear on, or like. Like they work because the the Cowboys actual like offices are there too. Uh-huh. And so everybody's walking around with like a polo with a star on it. Kind of yeah. like their, their office wear. Right. And you're just like, this is such an interesting world. Yeah. Like, it's a whole different world. And there's a hospital right across the street. So when the guys get like hurt at practice, they just take them right across. The Sad. I know. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, let's get into our topic. It feels a little mm-hmm. soon to get into our topic. I know it I, does. No, that's it, huh? Just went to Frisco, Texas. That's. I don't know. I don't know what else is going on in my life. <laughs> I was so tired though from it. Like that kind of thing where you you focus your mind on something yes. for that long. And because then there was like evening like dinners with right. people. So I was just like extroverting so hard for like so long. And you're you flew, travel, yes, that yes, wears you out. Yes. And I was still preaching this Sunday. So yeah. I had like in my head, like I gotta be working on my sermon. I gotta right. do this. And I get back to my room and just be like dying tired. Yeah. Um I even like wrote our Calvary like weekly email last week, like Thursday night, at like 11 p.m. or something. We sent from it your hotel Friday. room, yeah, from yeah. my hotel room. We sent <laughs> it on Friday, um, but uh, yeah, even that's like something because like um, I was just trying to help people. Like we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but I've just gotten a couple comments here and there about spiritual practices or spiritual formation, yeah, being something that they were concerned about sure. is like something weird. And we've chatted about that a little bit and. And there, there can be some concerns, uh-huh. but I was just trying to give like, um, some thoughts on why I think like, 
it's yeah you can you can be wise but you don't need to be concerned right you can yeah. be discerning but you don't need to like throw all of it out i kind of even mm-hmm. compare it to um like there are some bad worship songs out mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. um but that doesn't mean you would stop doing worship and sure. singing in church yeah what it is is you stop using the bad songs right right and so that's kind of like for me like even if it's in, like in spiritual formation if there are some things that are a little bit weird like i I don't even like totally understand it, but like this whole like labyrinth prayer thing, like these, like you like have this like drawing on the ground that you right. walk in this certain like maze kind of deal. Yeah. And then you do certain prayers along the way. For me, I was just like, I don't know. That's just a little, a little too weird for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know if I like have a theological argument against <laughs> it, it or odd. something. It just feels odd. Well, I think with any spiritual practice, the temptation danger can be to fall in love with the practice versus who the practice is. Yes. to connect you to. Yes. Maybe yes. we talked a lot about that over the course of our nine week series. And so, yeah, I could see how there's been authors, writers, practitioners who have really dove deep into the practice and forgotten all about Jesus. And so right. I could see the concern caution in there. And I think that's a good question to ask. Does this practice point me to the biblical Jesus or does it point me to something else? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I just like want people to not throw the, the baby out with the bathwater, but sure. I, I connected to, so to an article by a guy named Steve Porter. That did yeah. you know Steve Porter? Where we yeah, I knew of him. Well, knew I don't, of we him. don't know each other yeah. personally. Yeah, I don't, I don't know him super well, but like my sort of greatest mentor in my life, Rob Lone, is like super good buddies with him, and so that was a helpful. I always, I really like being able to recommend people that I even like have some sort of like knowledge of, right. like more personally even yeah. because it's like is this guy like wacko in some way that i don't know about yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. know you just feel like a little bit like more confidence in that yeah sure and, and i think with our the amount of time we've been in like the ministry world we've got a little bit of that yeah. we don't still we don't know everybody at all but um i like the the name of the article was sanctification in a new key hmm. relieving evangelical anxieties over spiritual fo- um, formation yeah that's good and it's just like hey this is sanctification this is just like process to to help you in your sanctification. Yeah. And if it's not that, then don't do it. And right. so he addresses like some of the roots in Catholicism mm-hmm. issues and some of the worries of, is this like new age or is this mm-hmm. like mysticism or something like that? So yeah. it's a good source. So just if you are um, like concerned on that, it was in my weekly email last Friday, November, like 10th or 11th, whatever that was. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's good. You sound so, bored. Yeah, you sound bored. You don't like no, that. No, I'm no, 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 no. I'm, I'm like thinking why, why deep. I'm thinking deeply right now of you writing this email at 11 at night in a Frisco hotel. I, know. I was like reading this like 15 page journal like yeah. article on this serious topic oh. by Steve Porter. And I was just like dying tired. Yeah. 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 But well, thanks for serving our church in that way. That's yeah, cool. That's my brain. I did. Started. I thought I overheard you last night. We had our new to Calvary dinner last night, yes. Sunday night which was really fun. And I heard you say to somebody, but you, I think I heard it right. You pulled out your Christmas tree lights this weekend. Well, I started, yeah, I pulled everything down. So yeah, on Sunday afternoon, I pulled everything down from the rafters in my garage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I get like, I got all the tubs down from the shelves that I've got them on and stuff. And so I, I kind of, my first stage, phase my one. first phase is just staging, kind of getting everything ready. I've yeah. got these, I have like all my, all my extension cords and like um, power strips and timers all kind of laid out on six foot tables in my garage. And like, <laughs> do you enjoy that part of so- it? Sorted. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's the, it's like you're kind of getting excited, getting ready. And so. Okay, so there's three phases, the setup, the actual installation, and then the teardown. Ugh, yeah. The Rank them. Oh. 
Teardown's the worst Teardown's by far. The worst by far. Like, there's like 50 other things. I'd rather like sure. get a like root canal. I'd rather. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like it's terrible because it's like so exciting to. It's like traveling. You know when you go on a big trip somewhere, like yep. let's say it's like a like a big flight, and flying there is kind of fun because you're excited yeah. to go to this new place or yeah. whatever. But then flying home is just like, Ugh, I just yeah. want to get. I, can I teleport? Just like, want to go back to my yeah, bed. I just yeah, I want to see my family or whatever it is. Uh-huh. You know. So yeah, that's what it's like. But yeah, it's all about the installation. I love. Mm-hmm. I love doing all that. So. Any any new surprises this year? No, last year wasn't quite able to cover the entire roof in the white lights with my friends because uh-huh. I think some I, I wasn't able to buy more. Yeah, um, but I did buy a little bit more bright white lights, okay. so I think I should be able to cover the entire roof in them again this nice. year. Because um, it's hard, man. You like some strands go bad, so every year you got to buy a bunch more just to keep up. Just to keep up, it's like inflation. I, I think there's <laughs> seriously some conspiracy with Christmas light people they're mm-hmm. able to like somehow create a light bulb that only lasts for two seasons mm-hmm. i think <laughs> steve jobs like helped them yeah, do that there's yeah, some there's like something the phone in there, dies. Right? yeah right for sure <laughs> but that this is an exciting season it really is yeah. and, and calvary was all like kind of blinged out this last weekend That's too right. we had a bunch of lights already up and i just walked past coming into the podcast studio here in an undisclosed location at calvary <laughs> um i just saw that we're putting up the tree we're putting up the tree tomorrow Tuesday. Whoa. Whoa. Tuesday, November 15th, the tree will be going up. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to go out and help there for a little bit. Yeah. Tomorrow in the morning. courtyard. So it's something to look forward to. Calvaryites as you come to yeah. Calvary this next weekend. I know. The tree's going to be up. I think all the external lights, all the exterior lights will be up. And but stuff we don't put too. the lights up. We don't turn them on. Uh, oh, well, we don't. Yeah, that's true. We don't turn the lights of the tree on until after the tree lighting. Yes. On December 3rd. Okay. So, yeah, I was really mad about that. Like, like I forget if it was last year or the year before, but um, yeah, like there were groups having like events or whatever, but so they wanted the, you know, they wanted the lights on and it was like, no, I'm like, it's all tired. Not until the I'm Christmas tree lighting. It, yeah, yes. really so it's good <laughs> that we make sure we have the tree lighting relatively early in the season. Right. Yeah. So December 3rd. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little plug in for our Christmas tree lighting event. Yes. Coming up plug, plug um, December third, four <laughs> four to seven PM on that Saturday. It's gonna be super fun. In That's fact, right. we're doing a Christmas for a cause as part of that. Oh yeah. Which we have a bunch of nonprofit vendors coming in to sell okay. really cool stuff. And then percentages of what they sell go to some really kingdom-minded causes and i'm i'm super excited about some of the people we have coming that's cool got some Wait, brand new ones non-profit i mean they could be for profit vendors that are yeah I, I guess i didn't say away. that right i should oh, say okay, okay. They're, yeah they're for-profit vendors that are giving to non-profit yeah, 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 causes oh sweet, yeah, that's sweet, the way sweet, i should sweet. say it no that's okay i didn't mean to i'm not trying to overly correct you on the air matthew <laughs> <laughs> i call him maddie if i'm like really happy or matthew uh, if it's like yeah consequences or something uh, no. um so yeah so christmas tree lighting coming up yes Put it on your calendars uh, Favorite season of the year. Yeah, it is. I know you were pumped yesterday. I was. Like, I you was got up there. You're Let's like, go. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I said Merry Christmas at the end of the service, too, and people were just eye-rolling me. Like, oh, boy. Like, in a, in a funny way, but yeah. Yeah, so speaking of that, we started the Luke series. Yes. Yesterday. Pretty significant. Yeah, I'm excited for it. We're going to be we're gonna be deep diving Luke, like, for a long time, probably. Yeah. And, yep. and I actually, here's why I want them, like, the people hearing to not be like, oh, boy. 124 sermons on Luke, you know, like that's going to be a a plot because I think it's going to be awesome because it's like you can never get tired of the stories of Jesus. I just think they're like always exciting. Like 
I feel bad saying about any part of the Bible might not be as exciting, but if we were to do 124 on like Ezekiel, I just, mm-hmm. it might get a little dry after, yep. <laughs> you yep. know, or a sure. little repetitive, yeah. but every story is so unique. So, um, just like kind of wild actually, yeah. even at times, like there's yeah. a lot of miraculous stories totally. and intense teachings and cool stuff happening and kind of drama, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. cool too, to have a familiar story become meaningful. Yes. And I think that's going to happen a lot in the gospel of Luke. We're going to hear stories that we've heard before yeah but there's going to be a new attachment of meaning because of either our stage of life or somebody whistling someone's like i think wheeling a cart like outside of our room <laughs> i can hear it yeah and i can hear it so loud in my headphones i don't know if you, if you guys listeners can hear it but it's like very high-pitched sound okay yeah. anyway. satan be gone yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah you're familiar stories but with like new added meaning because of the context of how they're taught or because of even the life stage that you're hearing it in so that part's going to be awesome yes yes agreed agreed so um you know we we had those um, filament Bible yeah. journals yesterday that we sold on the Gospel of Luke yeah. alone, and we we'd only bought a hundred of them, like, and because we wanted to sell them, but we also didn't want to be stuck with sure. hundreds of them that nobody wanted. Yeah. But we sold all of them yesterday. That's awesome. Yeah, they sold all of them, so we're gonna have to get some more because I I agreed that I think it's a cool like yeah. with the people that bought them, like it's a cool little resource I think to have as like right. almost like your your note taking for the series, like mm-hmm. that throughout this whole series, you could have like a series of notes that you've yeah compiled which could be cool so yeah anyway and filament i don't know if you have you like messed around with that yet? i really haven't yeah like it's it comes with so you also have an app so they sell bibles too it's like just a version of a it's like any i think they have multiple versions mm-hmm. like niv nlt probably not esv because you know i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> reference podcast episode last week <laughs> but um yeah you like have an app and then you just sort of hover over the page yeah. Yeah. that you're on and then it brings up digital resources for you like mm-hmm. commentary resources and stuff based on hmm. um whatever you're studying so it's kind of just yeah, a that's cool super way to, cool like an, another easy way we've talked about other things that both of us like whether yeah. it's um that like step study bible or bible hub mm-hmm. or whatever but mm-hmm. like this one's just like kind of embedded in your bible but with your phone yeah right? Then, and then you're not carrying around this like massive, mm-hmm. you know, nobody wants to carry on a massive ESV study Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you said that because I actually brought in this morning to church into my office, a massive ESV study Bible. And I had my coffee in one hand and the Bible in another, and then my computer bag strapped around me. And I was feeling kind of like... And I had to get my keys to open my office. I'm like, this is hard. You're like, I, so I it's really room? ironic that you just brought that up. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Uh, super funny. Um, uh, all right. So but you... yeah, it was a it was a great opening message. Okay. Uh, we had Norm uh, read scripture, which we're going to try to do throughout some of this series is have people. The goal is like every passage. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, 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 is, yeah. Is to have somebody kind of read it to kind of set the tone. Yeah. And then we got to know the excellent Theophilus. <laughs> I love the. You gave a Bill and Ted, which is probably for only of us in our late forties yeah, that really maybe. get that or love it. But that kind of connects to me too because a week ago, I went to San Dimas High School. No way. Yep. So one of no our kids had way. a baseball game at San Dimas High School. That's amazing. And I was freaking out. Yes. Because yes. there's this great quote in the movie Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the first one. Where they're like, San Dimas High School football rules. Yes, yes. <laughs> and yes. so we actually went to the high school <laughs> that that's referenced to. And in their gym is the phone booth from Bill and Ted's. They have it there? They have it there. <gasps> it's the coolest thing. Like somehow the, the, the studio must have donated it to them. Or I something. love that they actually acknowledge it, that they're not like ashamed right. of it or something. Right. That's so cool. Yeah. So I'm not sure I'd recommend that movie. 
Um, but yeah, it was a great reference to my past. I can't remember it being bad at the time. It probably there was, is. There was a couple things. There, maybe there's a couple things. It's funny yeah. how you don't remember that stuff later, though. But anyway, um, but yeah, but yeah, the I didn't excellent mind making a reference to the it in most excellent Theophilus. <laughs> most excellent Theophilus. <laughs> yeah, that's how you have to say it. Excellent. So you think he was a real person? Hmm. I kind of would lean towards real person more than just a yeah. a name of a group of people. Like that whole thing of right. like it's representative of a group of people that I said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's a real dude. What do you think? Yeah, I I mean, maybe it's a little bit of both, right? Because I mean, it's, it's written Whoa, to a yeah. specific audience, but then for everyone. So it's like, yeah, probably it was to the Greek world, those skeptics or people that were curious or yeah. Yeah. or even were questioning what was happening in, in the world with the persecution of Christians. But but so it's a general, but yeah, didn't they have, I mean, they had people commission, you know, books or, or writings yeah. back then. So yeah, it was exactly. almost like you wonder if he was the, the gospel patron, the right. one that paid for Luke to study and yeah, to exactly. write it out. Exactly. Maybe he funded some of the travel as mm-hmm. well. You yeah. Know? Good point. So yeah. I was talking to somebody yesterday, I think it was Doug Sorensen that was, um, thinks that he possibly wrote that while. Um, Paul was in prison in Caesarea waiting mm. to, to go to Rome yeah. and that he had three years where he was kind of like, uh, what do I do now? Right. You know, cause he was like, yeah. <laughs> well, Paul Whoa. wasn't traveling around and stuff. So interesting. Yeah. 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 Huh. Anyway, it's kind of cool. But yeah, I liked how you made, so Theophilus just to step back, if you weren't there on Sunday was, um, you know, Luke addresses him in yep. the writing of the book. Um, and then he says, among us, I thought that was a really cool thing that yeah, you pointed out. Yeah. I hadn't really hadn't thought about that before, but you know, Luke wasn't uh, one of the direct 11, 12 disciples. Yeah. And yet he definitely was one of the fo- first followers of Jesus, right? He says, among us, I was part of this movement. Yeah. I thought that was just a really significant thing. Yeah. Exactly. How did that hit you? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it did. It did hit me. And even just. Even how, like, what you think Theophilus's questions would be, I was talking about, mm-hmm. like, he's just like, is this all real? Like, is, mm-hmm. can I trust this? Like, I'm, I'm going to devote my life to this. Can, is it, is it real? Like, yeah. and so I think that's like the same, in that same way, it was like among us, like, yeah, like Luke is saying, yes, this stuff happened yeah. among us. And these are your questions. These are my questions. Like, we all have these moments of doubt. No matter who mm-hmm. we are, we have these moments of like, yeah. is this all like real? I've dedicated my life to this. Is this mm-hmm. real? And then, and God has to strengthen our faith, right? Mm-hmm. In that, and it's both in, both with like supernatural faith, but also with some facts and yeah. like evidence. And yeah, Luke seems to be someone that's like, hey, let's look at the evidence. Yep. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I love too that you know he was it was among us, but he was sort of an outsider, being a Gentile. Yeah. So he wasn't one of the you know Jewish followers who would be considered would get all the references or something, and yet he was still considered part of the group. Yeah. Part of those first followers, and so it was just even. It's even just a neat reminder that the gospel, the good news of Jesus is for everyone. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> God chose an outsider in a sense to yeah. write this significant, yeah. significant account of Jesus. Yeah. And that's what, and Luke is really for those who aren't Jewish, yeah. right? At some level, like where sure. others are um, more for those who are Jewish. Right. Um, and um, it doesn't mean that we can't learn like Gentiles can't learn from Matthew and Jews can't learn from Luke. Yeah. We all can learn from all of them, but it's like that. Like I said yesterday, it's like a perspective. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of people in the world that are Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And so we, it's like helpful to have someone that's connecting that to mm-hmm. that different mindset that didn't yeah. have, didn't grow up every single day mm-hmm. with 
the Jewish feasts and the Jew and the Sabbath and all the things that Jesus might be referencing. Yeah. Just like really like just like you should get all of these references, yeah. but Luke re- like has an understanding that maybe we don't all get those references. Right. You yeah. Know? I think that's um, so interesting. And just like how we, if we're sharing our faith with somebody, they don't get any of the references, like yeah. other than the ways that Bible sort of seeps into popular culture at some level. Right. Um, but yeah. 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 It's, uh, I think even greater your mission was the first place I heard this, but the idea that Europe and probably America's right behind the heels mm-hmm. is not post-Christian anymore. It's actually considered pre-Christian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. post-Christian would be, I rejected, um, you know, yeah. Christian principles in a sense. Right. Right. Pre-Christian would be, I don't even know. Right. Christian exactly. principles. Yeah. They just like, they don't even have Christian friends. They don't have yeah, thoughts of like what Christianity is exactly. Right. Exactly. Other than they've maybe like, seen a movie that makes references yeah. to it in a non like religious way or something. Yeah. I don't know. Don't you love like questions when you meet someone who really has no framework for church or Jesus or Christianity? Don't you love sometimes even their innocent questions? Like I've have, I have people ask me when I come across folks that are in that situation, like, so are you married? You're, oh, yeah. you're, oh, yeah, a, you're yeah, a pastor, yeah, but yeah. you're married yeah, or like, they're just kind of like, is this you like do this for a job or like, there's just like right. a lot of yeah. like just simple do questions, you wear right? The, you wear the like fancy clothes, right? You know, you have the collar like right. that. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. Just what they've seen on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen on TV. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, no, you just have to wear all black. That's all. <laughs> uh, and then I really like part, the part two about just the Bible will stand up to your scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that a couple different times. Yes. I thought that was so good because think one, maybe we're guilty of not inviting skeptics or skepticism, yes. even of believers yes. and doubt and inviting questions. Um, and I think this book definitely addresses those mm-hmm. and the analytical mind, the kind of scientist, doctorish medical mind of Luke is really speaking to those that have that more analytic. Yeah, isn't that and cool? I think that's a person in the church, not just Calvary, but church in general who kind of feels often overlooked. Yes. And so yes. kind of exciting that Luke yes. will address that type of thinking in person. Yeah, I agree. Are you analytical or are you emotive? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> what, are you laughing? <laughs> what do you think I am? Oh, man. Uh, hmm. Why are you laughing? I don't know. <laughs> You're emotanical. <laughs> Emotanical? Emotanical? Is that a word? I'm Uh, I'm definitely emotive. You're emotive, but you also like, it's probably like a, it's probably more about what percentage are you of each. True. Uh, Because you're not just one or the other. Right. But I'd say you're, if I have to peg you, we'll go 65, 35. I think that's fair. Okay. Okay. Would you say the same for you? I'd say pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I feel more emotive than than analytical, but I feel like I like to look into it analytically. Right. But I do get a little more excited about like the supernatural nature of God and, um, just like the, the, the stories that have like a, a tearjerker element to them or whatever, you know, for sure. The, the, the ultimate, I think maybe the ultimate story for that, like a couple but is like the, the guy that's like want his his daughter's about to die and needs Jesus to come, but then Jesus gets distracted by the woman that was bleeding, and mm-hmm. then 
he heals her and meets her in this incredible pain, but then the girl's dead. Mm -hmm. And then it's like the, imagine the emotion of that scene. And then, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just like, but then Jesus brings her back to life. And yeah, yeah, it's just like, Oh, like that kind of stuff's like, Oh, that's like when the emotive gets excited about that. And then the other person's like, but if you studied the doctrine of Romans, (laughs) 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 you know, whatever. Um, And the beauty is there's room for both. Right. Exactly. And I think Luke will have that. It's going to have just these emotional, powerful movements movements of God yeah. and then yeah the an analytical investigative yeah and then the goal is, cer- is certainty yeah um, I loved your story about Rhino yesterday too <laughs> about just raising his hand every time yeah he was invited forward or asking for prayer and I guess I was just getting from that story like oh this is the childlike faith that yeah exactly maybe many of us have at lost at times yeah dude guess what I was listening this morning on my run to um to Bono's memoir on, yeah. uh, on audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> and it's out. It's out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. it's super good. Um, but <laughs> he, he was talking about how when he was a kid, he did that. He uh, would, when he was like a teenager, he would go forward at every altar call yep. at his church and at places that he would go. Like yep. he was like that. He was totally that person. And I was like, he was Rhino. Oh, I'm hearing this right after the sermon. (laughs) Rhino wouldn't have been mentioned. It would have been all about Bono. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. No, but um, yeah, Uh, Rhino was the best, man. That guy was super awesome. He's a super mm -hmm. big guy too. Really huge. And he'd grab you in these huge bear hugs and Mm -hmm. just like squish you up. Um, (laughs) I love it. I know. He was awesome. But uh, But that childlike innocence of like, yes, yes. I want the gospel every time it's offered. Right. But then also having, like you said. The certainty of knowing what you believe, the assurance. Right, right, and right. I didn't even, so I didn't get to see, where, did, was there like a movement yesterday of people saying, I want to be certain, I want to be assured? There were only two people that raised their okay. hand. Okay. <laughs> but I was happy that there's two people. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's there were awesome. two people that raised their hand that I could see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought there might be more because of, with the assurance angle. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always, it's like, it wasn't a day to bring a friend that wasn't a believer or mm-hmm. anything. Um, but, um but anyway, but I just thought some people might have like need that assurance right. a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but we did have a lot of people coming up for prayer after that. For sure. So I'm kind of curious of like how that went. Mm-hmm. And then a woman did receive Christ in uh, in Logos Bible Church when I, I preached in Logos Bible Church yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. And, which is our like Mandarin church and yeah. service that meets here at Calvary. Um, and like Andy Chow, the pastor at the end, he was like, Hey, just FYI, I'm going up to pray with this woman to receive Christ right now. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. Oh, that's so I cool. I wanted to help, but I don't really understand Mandarin at all. Um, <laughs> that's when you <laughs> pray for the gift of yeah. different tons. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that was pretty uh-huh. cool. I'm um, just excited about that. But yeah, wow. it, was, it was crazy preaching over there. I know you did like a month ago or something. Yeah. Um, and preaching with sort of sentence to sentence translation yeah. is brutal. It's tough. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get any rhythm. No, no rhythm at all. And I was like starting to get like pumped up a little bit because yeah. I was speaking about God joy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was starting to get pumped up and I was just like, oh, one sentence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like waiting, Shaking. like, come on, hurry up. <laughs> and everyone's, there was plenty of times where it's like when you have translation um, for your preaching, sometimes they'll like go really long. Yep. And then sometimes like I said kind of a long thing and I feel like she said like, like three words she summed it up and i was like yeah she totally summed it up i go and i even said oh that was a short one in the crowd like laughed <laughs> but i don't know how it was for you in there but i felt like almost the whole room was laughing at the jokes in english yeah you know before it was translated yeah i don't know how you did you tell any jokes um 
I attempted to tell some jokes. I don't think I got quite the laughter uh, in there. But uh, but yeah, Logos is an amazing partner of Calvary. It's been here for 17 years, I think. Yeah, I think so. Meeting in Fellowship Hall on Sundays at 11. Yep. And we've been partnering with them, loving it. Um, Andy Chow has been so faithful over there. And I've never preached. I don't think you've ever preached. Nope. Uh, in Until their services. Now. So it was pretty cool to do that both this fall. Yeah, it was really cool. You told a joke yesterday, Sunday morning, in the English service that killed, too, at the very beginning. I'm trying to think what it was. Shoot. Um, oh, no. You said something, and everyone started laughing. It's I was hard, like, whoa. It's hard to keep track of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> was it the thing where I made fun of myself for not having, like having a bad memory or whatever? No, or? that was pretty good, too. Uh, yeah, you, well, you did say that was a reference of, would you rather read a gospel account by B, written by B, <laughs> your wife, or by you? Exactly. Well, I thought that was good. Uh, Shoot, what was it at the very beginning? Oh, 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 yeah. The, or do you have no rankings of things like oh, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, all? that's what it was. I was like, yeah. is this your favorite Christmas carol, yeah. Oh Holy Night? Is it your top three? Or like, do you just not yeah. rank and why would you ask this weird question? Or yeah, yeah. Everyone liked that one. Yeah, everyone did like that one. That was... t- I totally rank my Christmas carols. <laughs> I ha- I like, I casually, I don't have like a list or something, but like I have things that I like more than others, I guess. Bottom two? Well, Mary, did you know? <laughs> We've talked about this. Everyone yes. knows that I hate this song. Um, but also the weird part about Mary, did you know, is it's a, like, what do you call that? An earworm or whatever, where like that gets stuck in your head. It does. Yeah. And so then I'm like, oh, it's stuck in my head and I don't Mary, like it. Mary, did you know? Yeah. The baby boy. I actually don't like it on multiple levels because I, I don't like the <laughs> theology. I think it's wrong. And then I also just like, it's a little too like... Yeah, it's like a little, like little jazzy, loungy, jazzy dinner yeah. lounge. So yeah. I'm speaking on Mary in mm. second, third week of December. Oh, so dear. I should definitely have uh, to ask Josh yeah, Wathen to do that song. Oh, he won't do it. Uh, Josh Bo- Wathen hates Christmas anyway. So. <laughs> Josh <laughs> Wathen hates Christmas. <laughs> I think Mariah Carey's uh, just basically anything she does Christmas, not not on my favorite list. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, that's true. I it's so annoying. It's so annoying. The what's the I know it's like I can't believe I can't think of it. Right I know now. I'm blanking out right now too. Yes, listener, we need. It's like every time. So Kevin McMurtry's music. I feel like every time I walk into an Old Navy. Yes. Oh my During Christmas, that song is playing. All I want for Christmas is you. Is that it? Yes. That's it. Yeah. 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 It's so bad. And then also an earworm, Sand. The baby. Oh, that's the dun, that's dun, on my dun, bottom dun, two too. Dun, dun, dun. Don't sing that song. Ooh, it's bad. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, it, is, it is bad. Yeah, yeah, it's been canceled. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's, Jordan. Can you strike that no, from the record? Don't actually strike it because I like anything Matt does wrong. Um, but no, but it's that's just the worst. It's such a creepy it's song too. It's creepy. It's the the yeah. I just feel the, like. Nobody realized it was creepy till like five years ago or yeah. something. What it was, was like going just in our culture. And then yeah. all of a sudden we're like, wait, wait. what is this? <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those are my bottom two. Mary, did you know? And Santa Baby. Thank yep. you. Yep. Um, yeah, with the Mariah Carey's honorable mention. And, yeah, Mariah Carey. And then maybe Wham's um, <laughs> oh. cr- Christmas one. Um, yeah. Wow, man. I'm just like struggle bus right I now. Know. My it's, it's Monday. I said yesterday my memory's terrible. So it's true. Yeah. Oh, Holy Night. That was so good. It's so good. It's definitely top three for sure. Josh Groban. Oh, wow. Oh, Holy Night. Okay. Incredible. Josh Groban guy, huh? Sufon Stevens. Sufon Stevens. <laughs> You're trying to get your cool, I'm trying to trying to get your cool back. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's great. Oh. Um, I'm actually going. I'm really excited going to a Phil Wickham Christmas concert in December. Whoa, I, that I just, sounds cool. I just love that guy. Phil I love, I love so Phil Wickham. good, and it's like his voice that like he can get like I don't so know how crazy he does high pitch and stuff with sounding pretty normal still. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, he does like a little bit of a goat boy vibrato. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Dude, it's like the well, it's the um, the, the Jeff <laughs> the Jeff Buckley. Uh, Hallelujah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> People, the listeners are just freaking out right now. I bet. What's happening? <laughs> I'm dying. I might. I've never had to pause it. I've never had to pause the podcast, but I might have to right now. Go boy. <laughs> did you ever see that SNL sketch? Yes. It's an SNL sketch. I did. Oh my gosh. So I quoted uh, quoted your youth pastor yesterday, but I didn't. I know. Uh, I didn't reference his name. I, I just, know. I just took it. Yeah, yeah. The the Bible is a library, not a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, I stole it. I've quoted him on that before. He doesn't get that many. quotes. He probably quoted it from somebody else too. So <laughs> that's true. I don't I think, think he made that up. I think you're good. It's <laughs> uh, funny, but it is. Somebody actually came up to me. I felt this is why I kind of felt guilty about it yesterday because somebody came up to me afterwards, like, "Oh man." Like the most helpful thing yesterday was oh, no. for me to just be reminded that the Bible is a library, not a book. That's such a great thought. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. Dan, Dan Campbell said that. We should have like a, on the slide, on the PowerPoint, there's like a credit. Little, yeah. A little credit to you. Like yeah. Eric stole this information from, right. you know, it's whatever, not an original yeah. thought. Yeah. But you're right that there's no way Dan Campbell made that up. Yeah. Of somebody, course. Somebody said that before. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say so. Oh boy! But yeah, um, great, great kickoff to our Luke series. Really yes. excited about the thrill of hope. We need hope right now. Oh, that's right. We do. It's we always tough. do. So yeah, so we're gonna be doing this for the next while, mm-hmm. just going into the Gospel of Luke. But you know, we would love to have your questions. Yeah. We would really love to have your questions. We, I have this whole thing that I think Matt is just like kind of putting up with that I wanted to create is this like life advice segment. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, that I want, <laughs> I want to be able to answer like people's questions. I even just put like how desperate I was is that I actually just put a Facebook post up today, like asking for stuff. <laughs> and some of the ideas I gave were like a decision you're wrestling with or <laughs> what food to eat somewhere that you're traveling to or dating marriage or parenting questions triathlon or Oakland days questions, <laughs> uh, Bible theology, like whatever, like, yes. I don't know, just like any of these kind of like, Anything. Hey, I'm, I got this thing I'm thinking about, like, and yep. again, you can do it, um, anonymously, just let us know. Hey, just don't say my name. Right. So podcast at calvarylife.org. You can email there. You can, um, send us our just emails at our own email addresses. You mm-hmm. can DM us on our social media accounts. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, do whatever. So, yep. um, yeah, we'd love to be helpful. Yes. Yes. We would love to be, love to be helpful. Uh, I don't know if we'll give you the, the right, right answer. But we'll yeah. Just... Oh yeah. We'll just try. We'll try. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. I got a question for you. Yes. Um, life advice. Oh, Hey, so I don't have a Costco card. Like your family doesn't have one. No. Have you ever? Um, we did maybe like six, seven years ago. We just didn't use it. You didn't use it. So we live in a part of Santa Ana that's just tricky. The closest Costco is in Tustin. It's just kind of like a little bit Oof, outside is, of it is a little, our like, normal driving like, experiences. Like the one at the marketplace kind mm-hmm. of areas? Like yeah, that'd be the one? closest one. But, that's my closest one, but I'm like 
four miles closer than you. <laughs> okay, so here's my advice. Here's my question. Okay, yeah. Do you think if you shop at Costco, you save money or do you end up spending more? I think you save money. Really? Yes. So here's what I think it's all the. I think it's all like this stuff, like paper goods. Like uh-huh. I don't know if you use this stuff, but like yeah. paper plates and paper towels and napkins and Kleenex and toilet uh-huh. paper, like this sort of like everyday stuff. Like yeah. you gotta buy. Like if you're not gonna buy that kind of stuff there, then don't go there. Like okay, that kind of stuff you buy like at Target or something. Yeah, you think, um, which is still pretty good. So, but it's expensive. It can be, but it can It yeah. can be. It can be expensive, but you have to have like some sort of. I think you have to have some sort of like cabinet in your garage or something to store uh-huh. all this junk in, uh-huh. right? So next to the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but okay. I also do like I like getting, I get like always get stuff like tortillas and bread there. Uh-huh. I like getting. Um, we actually do like getting like meats and seafood there. Huh. Um, but I only like get it for because I, I probably go to Costco like once every. Like once a month, uh-huh. probably. And then, so I'll get some stuff for that week, like of the fresh food, but then I, I don't go there. Like, I think it's ridiculous to go there and get fresh stuff, like yeah. perishable stuff. Like milk and... Yeah, anything perishable, I don't buy there. Huh. Real, real, unless I'm just getting like meat, like fish or something. Like, right. I really like their salmon. Salmon's yeah. good. Yeah. And it's cheap, way cheaper. Huh. And... um. Oh, I also like getting like, cause we're super into sparkling water, like LaCroix. Yeah. So I buy like a ton of LaCroix there and we actually buy our dog food there too. Oh, what, what flavor LaCroix, LaCroix you're, you're fixing in right now? So I like buying the pack that's the lemon, lime and pimple mousse, which is just <laughs> grapefruit. Like, I don't know why they don't just say grapefruit. They have to like be French. <laughs> like, well, why aren't they French with lemon and lime? I know. Like, but only lemon. pimple mousse. Lemon, lemon. It's just a funny word, pimple mousse. <laughs> I know. Like it's like a moose that you um, uh, like has either it's like a moose with a pimple or some right. sort of like that's what it sounds or like. it's like some sort of snuggly moose like a yeah. pimple kind of I yeah. don't know anyway it's weird uh, I'm loving it's sort of uh, sparkly water but it's maybe a little bit um, something extra in there but it's Olipop you heard oh, of Olipop yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Olipop super that's good like sugar free soda essentially yeah, right yeah that's basically what it is but it's like it's decent it's better yeah I just like don't like a lot of that. Whatever that fake sweetener flavor is, it yeah, just doesn't do well for me. That's stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I wish I liked it better. But yeah. Yeah, if you have questions okay. about Costco. Costco okay. That, I think Costco might seal the deal. worth it, but you have to make sure you have stuff you buy there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I just saw something funny that was like, something was like some Instagram reel or something video that was like, the person you should be most scared of is the person wearing Costco pants. And it said, because that person has given up and doesn't care anymore. They got nothing to lose. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> He's like, man, don't cross the guy with Costco oh, pants. He's got so nothing good. to lose anymore. That's so, I, have to, I have to admit, um, I've been at Costco a few times this year with other people in that middle section of the clothes with is the looking clothes. a lot, yeah, a lot more hip to me than it did maybe in my twenties and thirties. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's it's fitting my. It, they're going after my demographic. Let me just say that. You know what I noticed when I was at these like donor events and stuff that I was at yeah. recently. The the there's like this outfit that these like kind of like wealthy dudes like to wear, which is the long sleeve dress shirt okay. with a like a puffy vest on top of it. Sleeveless puffy vest? Like vest, vest. yeah, like a sleeveless puffy vest. Okay. It's kind of like this move, or it could be fleece. That's the new suit. Or it could be fleece. It's like... That's the new suit. Yeah, it's somehow like (laughs) the rich dude's like casual, but kind of dressy. 
<laughs> I don't totally understand it, but anyway. interesting. Yeah, yeah, you know, hey, it's a it's a vibe. <laughs> well, if you're if you're if you're doing that vibe, keep going. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, this. no, uh, no judgment on it, but just. I, I had lunch with a guy at our church, Mike, this last week, and he uh, has a dress code at his work. He has to wear a suit every day. Dang. You know, suit and tie, coat. Wow. Is every he, day. Is he like a lawyer? Or yeah. Banker? Like, you know, I'll keep that dis- undisclosed oh. right now. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> FBI. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, yeah. There you go. But isn't that interesting? Yeah, like, that is interesting. That makes sense. Like, um, like, F, like for that, you know, I think, I think if I could be an FBI agent, I'd be fine with wearing a suit every day. <laughs> that sounds cool. Unless you I, got like your gun, you got your hol- holster. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it cool. Yeah. I'd want the... Like the, the <laughs> vest holster, you know, like the inside the jacket holster, not the waist holster. Which one would you do? Uh, or we've just gone off the rails from Costco to puffy vest. What, to what holster to would you do? Holsters. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know what makes me sad on Facebook is like three people now have liked the post about they, the questions, but they didn't ask a question. They didn't have time. I don't. I don't want you to like my post without, like, I want you to ask, a, ask question. a question. Yeah. Oh, so you posted it this morning, hoping to get some questions for our recording. Possibly. I was really hoping for the future. Like I knew like we might not, we wouldn't get any for this one, but, but you know, whatever. it does kind of feel like we're just speaking into a Canyon, like echo. <laughs> like, hello, 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 hello. I know. Cause no emails this week was a little sad. We're, yeah. we're a little sad. You guys, we need like some encouragement, we, but we don't. Here's the thing. We don't want encouragement that is just like, don't send us an email encouraging us. We don't want that. No. We want participation. Yes. That's what encourages us. Right. <laughs> if, we, if this life advice segment's good. What other segments? <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to like workshop some other segments. Yeah. I'd love to hear from people what kind of segments they would enjoy, but, you know, hmm. but nobody emails us. So I just don't know what they would enjoy. I got a little, what would you I got want? a little strange pushback from. Um, sermon Whoa. two weeks ago, I made a little reference to we all have rhythms of life. And I said, maybe you have a rhythm of sock, sock, shoe, oh, yeah. shoe. And then I just joked around. It wasn't my notes. I just kind of said it. It was like, if you do sock, shoe, sock, shoe, like basically you're crazy. <laughs> and I got a couple <laughs> people pushing back on me like saying, they were mad? yes, saying, no, you don't understand the benefits and the beauty of sock, shoe. <laughs> Sock shoe. <laughs> this was like a thing going around social media recently. Oh, there was, was like, it? I yeah. didn't even know that. You didn't maybe, even know that? Maybe that was like in my subconscious. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was because there was like videos about this. Like people like talk. Like somebody was talking about this. Oh, like I follow this guy, Mo News. I think I maybe mentioned it. Okay. And yeah, he was like, he was posting stuff about this. Was he argument. advocating for one or the other? Yeah. He was saying that sock shoe, sock shoe is also crazy. He agreed with you. Huh. Yeah, he agreed with your 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 thing. Yeah. Now, I have actually done I've done both of these and now it's in my head. <laughs> Whenever I was even getting ready like today thinking about this. <laughs> but then there was this challenge that I tried to do okay. that was you have to Did I tell you this already? You stand up. Uh-huh. And you have like your shoes and socks on the ground. Okay. And you have to I have no idea where you're going with kneel this. down with one leg only and put the shoe and the sock on your right foot while not letting your right foot touch the ground. Do you understand? What? So you pick up your right foot. Yeah. And then you have to try and balance enough to crouch down, okay. put your sock and your shoe on without touching the ground and tie it. Then put that foot down, then stand on your right foot and do the same thing with your left it's foot. It's just like an agility challenge. Like an agility challenge. Interesting. Yes. So I want you to try this and see if you can pull okay. it off <laughs> and we'll report back next week. 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. Are you going to be here next Monday to record for uh, if it's Thanksgiving week? Are you working? Or are you taking the whole week off? This is a strange question to ask on the air. No, it's not. What, it's what, this is like I'll be here is what I'm telling. This you. is like logistics of like. No, I want to the people because if you're not here, we're not going to have a podcast. <laughs> I know, but why are you asking me this as the, we're recording? Because I want the people to know if they'll be excited for this report next week, or if they'll have to wait two whole weeks for this report. I've turned in my time off report, <laughs> like I to see my that. to my boss, <laughs> so can check with HR. I don't, even, I don't even know how to open Paycom like our system. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> no, I will be here. I'll be here. Uh, okay, so we we'll have a podcast. Yeah, so next we'll week. have a Excellent. Thanksgiving. Um, special podcast, and we'll talk about the USC UCLA game. Oh, I know. Which I don't want to talk about this week. We were, yeah. So if you know, Matt and I are both um, huge, UC, like kind of adopted UCLA huge. fans because yep. because we went to Biola and they don't have football. They don't have a field. Yeah, yeah and we have basketball, but I don't know if that really counts. Yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> but baseball crushes. Yeah, that doesn't count either. Yeah. <laughs> no. But so anyway. Yeah. So we were hoping UCLA and USC would be a meaningful game, but UCLA lost last week yeah, in football to an unranked team. Which that was, was really great. sad. Very right. sad. I'm pretty sure we should stop this episode. Yeah. But hey, point rambling. is Luke is going to be amazing and yes. we're excited to journey with you in it. So thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.